Our Albany correspondent, Karen DeWitt, who's covered the Capitol for three decades, called Governor Hochul's State of the State speech yesterday decidedly moderate. Yes, Hochul talked about progressive values, especially the right to an abortion, but she talked more about crime and pocketbook issues and inflation. Republicans creamed Democrats in the midterms in New York in 2022. And so Hochul's agenda is calibrated to help avoid a repeat. That's today's story of the day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Long Run Wealth, an SEC-registered investment advisor in Lake Placid, providing comprehensive wealth management, retirement, and financial planning solutions. LongRunWealth.com. And from SciTech Business Solutions, training and consulting services to help businesses grow. More information at CITEC.org. Hey, I'm David Summerstein. It's Wednesday, January 10th. First up, leaders of Clinton Community College announced plans today to relocate the college to SUNY Plattsburgh's campus by fall 2025. College President John Kowal says the idea first came up during discussions with the SUNY Chancellor's Office in early November. And the obvious uh, destination would be SUNY Plattsburgh because we have a you know close proximity and we have already have a good, very good partnership with SUNY Plattsburgh. The move aims to help the college address an $850,000 deficit and issues with its accreditation stemming from financial difficulties. Kowal says this is not a merger. Clinton Community College will maintain its own governance, funding, structure, and programs. We are Clinton Community College. The only thing that changes is our location. Kowal says the next steps include working with SUNY Plattsburgh on how much space CCC will use for classrooms and other activities. He also hopes to get input from the campus community on the transition. Our Champlain Valley and Plattsburgh reporter Kara Chapman will have more on this breaking story tomorrow on Northern Light. Governor Kathy Hochul addressed the sense of unease that New Yorkers feel about the economy and crime in her 2024 State of the State message yesterday. Karen DeWitt reports her proposals include cracking down on retail theft and a scaled-down plan to build more affordable housing to ease the state's ongoing crisis. Thank you and good afternoon. Quoting FDR and Taylor Swift, Hochul addressed lawmakers in the Assembly Chamber, where guests included former Governors David Patterson and George Pataki. While Hochul says the state of the state is strong, she acknowledged that many New Yorkers don't feel that way, as they worry about rising costs and shrinking paychecks. And I know in those moments, I can actually understand why some people feel the sun is setting on the Empire State, but I don't despair because I see light on the horizon. We are a state where resiliency runs in our veins. No mountain is too high for us to summit. The governor proposed efforts to fight crime, including a smash-and-grab enforcement unit within the state police to focus on retail shop theft. And Hochul's plan would make it harder to sell stolen goods online. These attacks are nothing more than a breakdown of the social order. I say no more. The chaos must end. 
She also proposes expanding the list of crimes that could be eligible as hate crimes in the wake of rising anti-Semitism and anti-Muslim bias linked to the ongoing violence in Israel and Gaza. Hochul also offered a series of more modest proposals aimed at improving the day-to-day lives of New Yorkers. Some were previously announced, like changing the methods of teaching reading to children, raising the weekly payments for workers who need temporary medical disability, and improving maternal and infant care. The governor relaunched a housing program that was scaled back from a 2023 wide-ranging proposal that Democrats, who lead both houses of the legislature, rejected. In her written comments accompanying the speech, Hochul took swipes at her Democratic colleagues, saying the legislature failed to act even to preserve New York's anemic existing growth of housing. She continued her criticism in her speech. Unfortunately, many made it clear they would not support it. Democratic Senate Deputy Majority Leader Mike Gianera shot back, saying the governor's new plan has some big holes in it. All she proposed was a developer's dream, but left out protections for tenants in their existing homes. And so if we're not making sure that people get to stay in the homes they have, what exactly is the point of building more homes that people can then get evicted from very easily? Hochul left out of her speech one of the major issues facing New York, the influx of tens of thousands of asylum-seeking migrants. They've been bused here from Texas and Florida. Republican Senate Minority Leader Robert Ort believes politics influenced that omission. She's always said she's kind of a Biden Democrat, and she took the Biden approach, which is just to kind of ignore it um, and hope that it's not happening. Um, and that's one school of thought, but it is happening. He says the situation won't go away on its own. Ort says the governor's speech lacked large themes normally found in a state-of-the-state message. It was small ball, it was a little bit flat. Uh, it wasn't kind of that big, those big ideas that we're used to seeing. Uh, maybe that was by design because it is 2024. And 2024 is a key election year where congressional races in some districts in the state could determine which party controls the House. Or it says with so much at stake, the governor seems to be trying to play it safe. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt. Here in the North Country, Republican state lawmakers were critical but open to some of Hochul's vision for the state. One GOP assemblyman says he liked some ideas, but says he's worried about how the state will foot the bill for her plans while handling a multi-billion dollar budget deficit. Catherine Wheeler has that story. Assemblyman Scott Gray says he heard some North Country issues mentioned in Governor Hochul's yearly address, ranging from mental health care to affordable housing but he says he's thinking about how the state can financially take it all on. At the very front end of her speech, uh, she was very quick to say, we cannot spend money we do not have. Uh, So that kind of gives me some indication that she's very cognizant of the budget deficit. Gray represents a district along the St. Lawrence River from Messina to Watertown. He says he supports Hochul's efforts to fight retail theft, domestic violence, and hate crimes. He says he wants to hear more about some of Hochul's proposals on affordable housing, including looking at former correctional facilities and SUNY buildings as a part of the solution. He's proposed a bill that would study decommissioned SUNY buildings and see how they could be repurposed. Gray says at the same time, there were a few big North Country issues Hochul failed to mention. The migrant crisis was completely absent. Last fall, there was chatter of sending migrants who were in New York City up to Messina. And just last week, three North Country state senators sent a letter to Hochul asking her to address illegal crossings at the northern border. 
Gray says Hochul also didn't get into the challenges universities, especially SUNY campuses, are facing. You know, we have SUNYs that is across the board struggling, colleges that are struggling. So that concerned me. I don't think it went far enough on public safety and certainly didn't even touch the migrant issue. Fellow GOP lawmaker, State Senator Mark Walzik, was more harsh on X, formerly known as Twitter. He said Hochul's message doesn't connect with what New Yorkers are going through. Senator Dan Steck said in a statement that Hochul needs to rein in the spending, but he's interested in hearing more about her plans to improve literacy and build affordable housing. Catherine Wheeler, North Country Public Radio. We have more news all the time on our website, ncpr.org. And I want to take you behind the scenes for a second. It's something we're really excited about. NCPR has been working with all the other public radio stations around the state, a dozen of them. WNYC in New York, WXXI in Rochester, WAMC in Albany. It's a long list, but you get the point. We've formed a new collaborative network to share stories, to make our journalism better for all New Yorkers. And it launched today. It's called the New York Public News Network. So you'll hear Karen DeWitt and other reporters around the state close their stories on here on Story of the Day and on Northern Light with that, New York Public News Network. And we'll have more collaboration news to share in the future, but we're really excited about this step. Music today from our Underscore Project by Christopher Watts of Canton and Matt Bullwinkle of Potsdam. I'm David Summerstein, North Country Public Radio.